You're listening to the Take Care with Kelsey, and I'm your host, Kelsey. start off of a Halloween, full moon, new moon, start of Scorpio season, energy rally, and whew, we are almost done with the year. We are in the deep of the last water season of the year. It's a great time to go deep one more time before we ride into Sag and Cap season, which will be fire and earth elements, which has us starting the new year in Capricorn Aquarius, earth and air. I like this mix because after water and fire, earth is a nice reprieve from the more dynamic energies. And after being refreshed, centered, and grounded, we can thrive in the quick, immediate, and sometimes flighty energy of air. Lots of people utilize the New Year airy energy to go for things they may otherwise have felt too bogged down to attempt. Insert New Year's Resolutions. Over time, I've refrained my approach to these end-of-year energies and the idea of New Year's resolutions, but I'll get to that later. So what have I been up to while the veil was thin, the dead were closer than ever, and the moon was doing its thing? First, I had a couple of readings right before Halloween, and they were very beautiful and open. The veil being so thin usually does good things for me, and this year did not disappoint. I've had a few visitations from family members and others on Halloween day. They had clear messages and were great company for me while I took it easy all weekend. The full and new moons had my energy off the meter. My usual sleep and nap schedules were totally thrown out the window. I received so many downloads during this two weekish period and I'm really, really thankful. Sometimes I don't realize what I'm opening up for and I'm really impatient about that. I do my rituals, prepping for the energy, and it all kind of feels forced. That wasn't the case this moon cycle. I told myself to do less and ended up getting so much more than I could have imagined. I received a lot energetically, emotionally, physically, and creatively. The next thing I wanted to talk about is something I've been hinting at and referencing lately. How I'm taking care at the end of the year. The first thing I did is make myself aware of the energy that's present now and into the end of the year. Like I mentioned earlier, we're in Scorpio water season now, then we'll have a fire and earth season. How does this help me take care of myself? Well, my emotions are pretty deep lately, which is no surprise for Scorpio season. Scorpio is mostly known for being really fierce, but people often miss that Scorpio is actually a water sign. Deep, intuitive, emotional... How I want to feel starting off the new year is the question I use to guide me as I've been reflecting on the year. Do I want to feel a ton of regret, cloudy, unsure of what just happened? For me, it's a no. I like starting my new year as clear and sharp in the head as possible. I do that by reflecting on the past year, making sure I've processed or compartmentalized all the energy and emotions and having a simple but powerful plan for starting the new year. I'm also revisiting my 2021 intentions with grace. Before I even take a look at my 2021 intention list, I had a talk with myself. (laughs) No mean business, no judgmental business, no shame, no regrets. I'm going to look at my list, take an inventory of what did or didn't happen, 
make notes about how things did happen or why things happened or why I think something did or didn't happen. Again, with lots of grace. From here, I have a pretty clear picture in my head of the year as a whole. I decide what I want to aspire towards completing before the year ends and make a quick list. I aim for four to five action steps, one for each week until the end of the year. Realistically, I don't hold myself to these things, but if I get a burst of energy, I have some things in my mind I can channel that energy towards instead of just twiddling away the last available energy for the year. If I do all this at once, it starts to feel like overkill, but I do also go through my calendar that had goals, intentions, and manifestations for the year that were sorted week by week, month by month, and by quarter. Some of the journal prompts talk about bucket list items, things I want to plant, water, weed in my life, etc. After all of that, I'm pretty much done with the end of the year work. I'm ready to start thinking forward to the new year. For this, I pull out my favorite question again. How do I want to feel starting the new year? The answer, clear, prepared. Before I knew it was a thing, I've been making vision boards, maybe because I'm a MySpace kid or because Pinterest was invented during my lifetime, but I've always loved making collages. I'm a visual person, and there's definitely power in putting what we want on paper intentionally in a way that really resonates with us. I've heard that the more senses you involve in learning something, the better you'll understand and be able to use the information later. For me, this looks like not only writing out my intentions, but also putting a face to the name, so to speak, with what I want. With my intentions written out, I find images that resonate or bring up that same feeling as each intention and paste all those images together to make, ta-da, a vision board. Last, but certainly not least, I'm really excited to be reading again. I'm doing general readings and a 2022 forecast reading, which is basically a year in a review and a head reading that is great for wrapping up the energetic year with a nice bow and getting crystal clear headed into the new year. I'm also bringing back one of my favorite workshops I've ever done, the year ahead vision board workshop. So the 2022 forecast reading is an in-depth reading where with the cards, we summarize your 2021 year, discover your 2022 forecast by month and channel a yearly message for 2022. With meditation, we reflect on 2021 and we visualize 2022. Now is the perfect time to begin reflecting on the previous year, processing any lessons you've learned and clearing your own path for the new year. The more you prepare to lean in on the first of the year, the easier you can start the year off with renewed energy and openness to the endless possibilities awaiting you. This reading will help you understand and integrate any messages that may be sitting on the brink of your own understanding and are ready to make themselves available to you now. These insights will help you navigate the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 with grace, passion, and fortitude. I'm also bringing you guys the New Year Vision Board Workshop. This was actually my first live event ever with House of Harmony back in the day, and I just, I love making vision boards. Ever since I was a kid, I liked scrapbooking, and uh, one day I heard a teaching on the spiritual slash energetic benefit of writing out and visualizing what you want, and that really resonated with me. Like I said, I've made vision boards for years, um, parties, for businesses, basically anything that I want to manifest or receive, I've made a vision board about it. This workshop will be live on Instagram, and I'll save the replay to my feed for people to watch at their leisure. 
I'm doing this workshop early in December so that everyone has plenty of time to make their own board before the new year. We'll go through some technical stuff like using Pinterest and Canva and different images on your phone to make your vision board, but the juicy stuff will be our meditation where we visualize 2022. After this meditation, I'll talk about the nitty gritty of setting intentions, getting crystal clear with our intentions so that we're ready to get exactly what we want or we're at least postured to receive exactly what we need from God. I'll of course spend time on the live helping anyone with any questions they may have. This will be interactive. It won't just be me talking. So by the end of the live, you'll have a completed vision board for 2022. I'll end with this. I posted a reel on the Take Care's IG and I was uh, prepping for the 2022 forecast reading and thought to myself, Lord, I hope nobody asks me to do these handful of things that I absolutely do not do. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying in the reel that looking ahead doesn't need to be scary. There are plenty of things that can come through in a reading besides big, overwhelming, or vague, crazy messages that make you paranoid. In a reading, people, places, memories, sounds, smells, all types of messages can come through. When you receive the message, it's really up to you what you do with them more than the message predicating or determining your life for you. Tarot is a tool for inquiry and awareness, not a concrete life sentence. It's like taking your temperature. You can have a fever, but that doesn't mean you're damned to have XYZ disease. It just means you need to do a handful of things and check back in a few hours after you've maybe taken a Tylenol, taken a nap, drank some water, and taken care of yourself for a little bit and readjusted your energy. I tell people in readings what we do right now and what we read right now is the energy of right now. In a couple of weeks, in a couple of days, I could read your cards and they would say something totally different if you left the reading beforehand and did things differently. The energy will show up different in the next reading. It's just how it works. I know this episode was pretty short, but I just wanted to check in, let you guys know how the end of the year is going for me. A little bit about the forecast reading and of course so excited to bring you guys the live vision board workshop i have a really special episode coming up next and i'll be posting new podcasts every tuesday until then you can find me on instagram at the take care there's a link in my bio where you can access full podcast episodes and see all the great show notes there's also a link where you can tip me if anything I've said has resonated with you or helped you at all. Don't be shy. Thanks for listening and until next time, take care.